Hi friends, Salim Yusemi. You're listening to Catch Me in the Kitchen Audio Snacks, bite-sized stories and music. I'm your host, Professor Pineapple, Professor Anana. Aujourd'hui, today, we are joined by writer, performer, Jeanette Moore, who will share her adaptation of The Princess and the Pea. This is one of the stories from our first audiobook, Pigs, Princesses, and One Tough Turtle. We thought it'd be fun to share with you what we've been up to in this audio adventures project, which features longer stories and original music. Hi, Jeanette. Salut. So, what made you choose to adapt The Princess and the Pea? Well, I was drawn to the mystery of the story. You've got this princess who shows up in the middle of the night in a storm at a castle. Where is she going? What does she want? I also just love playing with all the characters, exploring their hopes and needs, and finding moments of humor wherever possible to play out between myself and my fellow actor, Stephen Lafrenier. Ah, excellent. Roll tape. Once upon a time, in a faraway kingdom, there lived a prince, un prince, named Theodore. One afternoon, he climbed up onto the branch of an oak tree in the courtyard. There, with a notebook and pen, under a gray sky, he wrote, Chill of autumn in my step. Walking through the empty hall, I seek the one to guide me down, the ivy on my castle wall. The queen, La Reine, found him there. Theodore, what are you doing up in that tree? You're a prince, a prince, not a bird, a oiseau. I'm writing a poem, mother, un poème. Un poème? Where will that get you? Wouldn't you rather do something useful, like making me an ice cream sundae? No, mama. I'm trying to put my heart into words. What's wrong with your heart? It's lonely. Nonsense. I've given you all the latest toys. I'm growing up now, mama. I want to find love. Love? That can be arranged. I shall send word across the land. One prince, un prince, looking for love. Better yet, marriage. One prince, un prince, looking for marriage. Only princesses, des princesses, need apply. Must endure poetry. Des princesses? Do you think they'll like me? What does it matter if they like you? You're a prince. The only thing you need to do is get a haircut. Yes, mother. Oui, mama. Soon enough, royal carriages, Calèche Royale, arrived at the gates. Theodore met des princesses in sparkling gowns. Presenting Princess Mira Mira. How do you do? I'm pleased to meet you. As you should be. Watch me spin and twirl. I'm the perfect girl. Ten thousand mirrors on my gown. When I look down, I see a million. Me. 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 If I married you, I would dress you in mirrors too. So that I could see me when I look at you. I see. He met des princesses who had big plans. Presenting princess, tell you. How do you do? I'm pleased to meet you. 
I know. I can tell. It's pleasing to meet me, and it's also very fortunate for you and for this kingdom. You won't know this, but I'll tell you. 76% of castles lose five stones from their walls each and every month. Given that, and the fact that the water level in your moat is above the overflow drain, I'd safely say that in six years, give or take two days, your castle, chateau, will crumble into a pile of muddy muck. Marry me. We'll renovate. I see. He even met... Uh, a hairy princess? Presenting... Princess Maximus, yes, I am the most handsome, most daring, most heroic, most modestly humble, petrifyingly feared princess in all the province of Ontario. I am a Princess Maximus. <laughs> I'm starving. Do you have any pigs? Maximus, for Pete's sake. What? You already had your story. Well, I, uh... <clears throat> Sorry. Day after day, Theodore bowed to each new princess until eventually all the royal carriages, Calèche Royale, left and the castle, Le Chateau, was quiet again. He returned to the oak tree in the courtyard. The queen, La Reine, found him there and said, So, who are we marrying? I'm not sure. I'm not even sure they liked me, let alone loved me. I told you that the important thing is that you approve of them. And what's not to love with their fancy jewels and crowns? I suppose. Were they all real princesses? Good question. It's hard to tell these days. What we need is a test. A test for a real princess. Une vraie princesse. I shall think on it. And to think on it, I need chocolate raspberries. Servant! During the night, there was a terrible thunderstorm. Lightning flashed. Thunder crashed. The rain poured down in torrents. Suddenly at the door, there was a loud knocking. Le Prince opened la porte to see a young woman soaked from head to foot. Please come in. Her shoes made squishing sounds on the carpet. La Reine came down the stairs with a lantern and said, What is all this noise? It's the middle of the night and I'm trying to eat chocolate raspberries. Then she saw the muddy puddle and the shivering creature that curtsied and said, My name is Audrey. How do you do? I'm pleased to meet you. La Reine looked her up and down. Well, I'm not. Your dress is dripping. Your hair is dripping. Even your eyelashes are dripping. My horse, Mon Cheval, and I tried to outrun the storm. It's frightful out there. Do you suppose we could rest for the night, la nuit? Of course. Not? This is a royal castle, a chateau royal. If it helps any, your majesty, I am une princesse. You are? Not? Where are your jewels and crown? And goodness gracious, are you wearing pants? Les pantalons? Oui, it's the best way to ride a horse, un cheval. Please, Mama, she needs a place to rest. Well, if you insist, one night, une nuit. 
Audrey's cheval stepped forward into the hall and shook out his mane. Good gracious! Toch cheval can go into the stable. I won't have it galloping past my bedroom. And with that, La Reine turned and ascended the stairs. I'll help you find some dry clothes. And food. That's kind of you. Are you really une princesse? Oui, I am. La Reine sat on her bed, popping chocolate caramels into her mouth. Riding a horse. Oh, Chaval. Through the rain. La pluie. In pants. Les pantalons. Knocking on my door. Ma porte. In the night. La nuit. How rude. A real princess. Une vraie princesse would be more sensitive to me. Well, now, that's it. A real princess is sensitive. Of course, that's the test. Sensitivity. Servant, you rang, your majesty. Now listen here. I want you to go into the guest room and take all the bedding off the bed. Then... I want you to put a, a pea on the bottom. Pea on the bottom, Majesty. Yes, that's what I said, pea on the bottom. Then take 20 mattresses and lay them on top of the pea. Is that clear? Oui, Your Majesty. I will go into the guest room and take all the bedding off the bed. Then pea on the bottom. Wait, what? I will go into the guest room and take all the bedding off the bed. Then pee on the bottom. Then take 20 mattresses and then lay them on top of the pee. Uh, no! Pee! You need a pee! I don't need to pee. No, you fool! Ah, pee! Ah, poix! Ah, I see! Un poix! Well, of course! Off you go! We, oui, Your Majesty! What I endure! She marched off in a huff while the servant hauled mattresses, matelas, into the guest room. Meanwhile, Audrey and Theodore sat together on the rug in front of a cozy fire listening to La Pluie. They each held a bowl, bowl of soup. Theodore slurped from his spoon, cuillère. Audrey drank from the bowl, bowl. And wiped her mouth on her sleeve. It's delicious. C'est délicieux. Merci. <laughs> they don't use spoons, cuillère, in your chateau? I haven't been home in a long time. No room for cutlery in my pack. I travel light. You've been traveling? I've been halfway around the world. Le monde. I'll show you. She unrolled her map, which was still soggy. Wow. You've been to all these places? Don't you ever get lonely? No. I meet people in the towns. I talk to the animals in the forests. Especially the birds. Oiseaux. They love to tell me things. They do? Sure. A crow might say, caw, caw, which means, watch out. An owl might say, hoo, hoo, which means, follow me. A chickadee might say, which means? Uh, it means, 
I'm a chickadee. <laughs> <laughs> But really, you must get lonely. Well, I've seen pyramids in Egypt, monkeys in India, the Northern Lights in Iceland. That sounds amazing. I've only ever been here. You've never been away from home? No. I see the same thing every day. What would you like to see? A waterfall. Off a snow-capped mountain. High above an emerald lake. Near a forest with moose and deer. I'd love to go there. Me too. Moi aussi. Where is it? I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> They sat side by side, watching the crackling fire, dreaming of faraway places. Theodore took out his notebook and began writing. Audrey leaned over to look. Is that a poem? A poem? Oui. Can you read it to me? <clears throat> My words tumble down with all that I need. In just one night, my hopes you have freed. Wow. Oh, I can I can change it. No, it's perfect. He looked at Audrey. Even with soup stuck to her hair, she was radiant. She yawned and stretched. I wish you didn't have to leave tomorrow, Demain. Well, come with me. We. Oui. Oh, I wish I could. It's just... I understand. Good night. Bonne nuit. It's just that... <sighs> Bonne nuit. Audrey climbed the stairs and found her way to the guest bedroom. She looked up at the mountain of mattresses, Matala. Whoa! Is there a ladder somewhere? Hello? The next morning, the sun cast golden rays of light through the castle windows. La Reine and Le Prince sat in the dining room eating breakfast. Theodore! Something is different about you today. You did get a haircut. No. New clothes? No. Your face, it's in a different shape. Oh, I see what it is. You're smiling. Oui, Mama. I'm happy. Theodore picked up his cereal and drank from the bowl. Le bal. <sniffs> Audrey shuffled into the dining room, rubbing her eyes. She looked at Theodore and said, You don't use spoons, cuillère, in your chateau? <laughs> <laughs> Theodore offered her a chair while La Reine sipped her tea. And said, Still wearing a nightgown, I see. Better than les pantalons, I suppose. Did you sleep well? I'm afraid not. I tossed and turned all night. A tiny bump was bothering me. I just couldn't get comfortable. Oh, dear. Well, that deals my pickle. You passed the test. I put a pea, un poids under a stack of matelas, and you were sensitive enough to feel it. Nobody but a real princess, une vraie princesse, could be as sensitive as that. Mama, you put un poids under son matelas? Oui, I did. And you're welcome. You have my blessing for the marriage. 
You put un poids under mon matelas as a test? I had the worst sleep of my life and nearly fell off the bed. I'm leaving. Oh, suit yourself. I'm late for my morning swim. You there, servant, fill the pool with milk chocolate. La Reine left the dining room and Audrey stood up from the table. Wait, attendez. At least have some cereal. Very well. Merci. Princess Audrey, you said you've been halfway around the world. Le monde. What is it you're looking for? She looked out the window at the garden. Two butterflies danced around each other. Someone to share it with. Will you marry me? I... I don't know. I don't really know you. Not yet. You're a poet, and your words are touching. You drink cereal from Umbal. You were kind to take me in, but it wouldn't be sensible, or sensitive for that matter, to marry you so soon. Audrey rose and walked to La Porte. If you want to marry me, then come with me, and we'll travel the other half of Le Monde together. Mon cheval doesn't like to be kept waiting. So, yes or no? Oui, I'll join you. Wonderful. On one condition. No more peas under my mattress. No more pois sous mon matelas. I need my sleep. <laughs> of course. Bien sûr. And with that, they set off together, creating new adventures all around Le Monde. La fin. The end. I wonder what happens next for the two of them. Oh, another mystery. I love how Lupus Maximus tries to pass as a princess in this story, looking for pigs. <laughs> He's such a fun character. We're trying to give him as much airtime as possible. He gets his own adventure in The Three Little Pigs. That one, along with The Tortoise and the Hare, were written by Stephen Lefrenier. For our listeners, Three Little Pigs, The Tortoise and the Hare, along with The Princess and the Pea, and original music by the Pickle Peppers can be found in our first audiobook, Pigs, Princesses, and One Tough Turtle. You can purchase it on our website, catchmeinthekitchen.com. Well, great to see you again, Jeanette. Merci. Avec plaisir. Friends, if you'd like to share a drawing inspired by The Princess and the Pea, you can do that through our website, catchmeinthekitchen.com, and I'll put it on the story fridge. Hey, Birkin. Salut. Here's a riddle. What kind of cup? doesn't hold water. Hmm. Quoi? A cupcake. Ah, un petit gâteau. Good one, right? Yep. Well, that's it for this audio snack. Today's story was written by Jeanette Moore, performed by Jeanette Moore and Stephen Lafrenier, and directed by Liz Pouncet. The illustration was created by me, Professor Pineapple. Merci, merci me for listening. Thanks for the support from our Catch Me in the Kitchen creative team. Stephen Lafrenier, Jeanette Moore, Liz Pouncet, Tim Freeman, The Pickle Peppers, Red Velvet Revolution, and Bearkin. À la prochaine! Bye! Bye!
Bye bye, bye. <laughs>